The Church Fellowship of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut welcomes you to this edition of Shi'ar Jeshub. Today, we will begin the next sermon in the Heavenly Authority series. So let's join Bible teacher and author of the award-winning book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, Pastor Greg Scalzo. It's been quite some time since we were in the Heavenly Authority series. We took a pause um, when we had the mini-series on origins and creation science, but we're returning to it today. We've studied in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, in verse 4, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. And we've been looking at the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the ministries, the ministry offices, and then the different activities or workings for each office. And if you go down to verse 27, now you are the body of Christ and members individually. And God has appointed these in the church, first apostles. First apostles, we study that, right? We study the apostles for a number of weeks. Second, prophets. And we studied the prophets for a number of weeks. Third, teachers. And that's where we are in the series right now. Third, teachers, didaskalos, didaskalos in the Greek. And we've been studying the teachers in depth, and we're really at the end of the study. This week and next week, uh, we'll be going over some closing ideas uh, to tie in what we've studied so far. And uh, the first thing this morning concerning women as teachers, 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 12, Paul writes, And I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man, but to be in silence. And that's not a very popular scripture to read nowadays. Now, I did an in-depth study on this when we studied in the Old Testament about Deborah and the ministry of Deborah the judge. So I'm not going to go over all that again. I bring it up, first of all, that word there to teach, again, is didasco, um, same root word. And when he says to have authority over a man, the word there means in the Greek to usurp authority, to exercise authority on one's own account, uh, to domineer over, to dominate, to have dominion. So obviously Paul's saying that he doesn't want the women to teach or have dominion over the men in the church. And we talked about the law when we talked about Deborah and we talked about the freedom in the spirit and that's available on the CDs, so I'm not going to go through all that all over again. The point I want to make is that there is a role that's clearly encouraged for women in the Bible as it relates to teaching. And it's a critically important role, and it's right in the Scriptures. It's an extremely important foundational role. You know, it says in Psalm 11.3, if the foundations are destroyed, if the foundations be destroyed, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? 
the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? And we see that every day in our culture, the foundations of our society, uh, the Judeo-Christian fabric is crumbling. You're seeing things right now on the television you would not think you could see five years ago, ten years ago. The revolution, the cultural revolution over the last 40 years, it's happened slowly, but it has changed the basic structure of Judeo-Christian society in this country and around the world. And the average person is in a stupor. They're dazed, they're dulled. They don't even realize what's going on. Even Christians don't realize the enormity of the revolution in our culture over the last 40 years that has shaken and is crumbling that foundation. Now look in Titus chapter 2. And this is one aspect of that foundation. Titus chapter 2. We'll start at verse 1. Instructions to Titus by Paul. But as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine. Now we've heard that, we've heard that expression before. The word sound, hugiaino, means sound health, uncorrupt, to be well, to be whole. And the doctrine again is didaskalia, didaskalia, doctrine, learning, instruction, teaching. It comes off of didaskalos, the instructor, the teacher, the master, the doctor. So the teaching, the doctrine, healthy, sound, well, uncorrupt teaching. But as for you, Titus, speak the things which are proper for sound, healthy teaching, doctrine. Very important. The teaching is extremely important. We've seen that now as we've studied the office of the teacher, how important it is for proper teaching in the church. And he gives an example of it. Verse 2, that the older men be sober, reverent, temperate, temperate, sound in faith, in love, in patience. There's a guide, a very clear guide for older men in the church, sober, reverent, temperate, sound in faith, in love, in patience. How important that is in the church, how important that is in the family, to have responsible elders, older men, who can teach the faith and display the faith by their actions, by their personalities. Sober, reverent, temperate, love, patience. And then he goes on in verse 3. The older women likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanderers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things. And here's where you have the role of women clearly spoken about, that is allowed clearly by the scriptures of the teacher. Teachers of good things. So again, they have to have the personality like the older men, reverent in behavior, not slanderers, not given to much wine, and to be teachers of good things. That word there is kalodidaskalos. It comes from Kalos, which means good, honest, well, worthy, good, literally and morally, valuable, virtuous. And you put that good with didaskalos, teacher, right? 
teacher of the good, teacher of that which is worthy, teacher, a teacher of that which is right, a teacher of righteousness, right? Which is a description of the Lord Jesus Christ himself, right? The Lord is a teacher of righteousness, and the older women are called to do the same, to teach the good things, to teach that which is right and good, just like Jesus. And here's the application. That the older women, likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanderers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they admonish the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, homemakers, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. To admonish the young women. It'll say in the NIV, to train the young women. To train, to discipline the word means, to correct. Tell them, admonish them, correct them, that they would be what? Discreet, chaste, homemakers, right? Obedient to their own husbands, to love their husbands, to love their children. That word there, to admonish, to teach, it means to make of a sound mind. To make a sound mind. That the love of the wife, the mother at home, is given importance in the teaching by the older women to the young women. And this is sound doctrine, we're told in verse 1, because that home is critical to the family. The situation in that house is critical to the family, and the family is critical to the church, and it's critical to the going forth of the gospel. Even as when we spoke about origins and creation, there are some foundational principles that need to be established for the gospel to be appreciated, for, the, for an understanding of what it means to be saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. You know, you think about it, you can have a very pagan world where all types of things go on that are against the, the principles and the foundations of the scriptures. And you could go and say to the people, well, accept Jesus Christ, and he'll be your savior. And you leave the foundations crumbled and destroyed, and you don't rebuild the foundations. You'll have people walking around speaking about Jesus Christ, and being just as pagan as they were before. This is a condition of some churches today where ministers are petrified to speak the truth, lest they offend. And so people are saying, I'm a born-again believer. I believe in Jesus Christ. He saved me from my sins. I don't think I've done much wrong. I don't even know what my sins are. I don't know if there is a sin, but I know I'm going to heaven and I feel really good. And the foundation breaks apart and it crumbles. This is not old fashioned, by the way. What Christianity brought in was new fashion. We're headed towards the pagan culture, which was in place at the time the apostles went out and they preached Jesus Christ and they preached the foundation you know, we, we know the Ten Commandments. We know the Sermon on the Mount because these were important things 
We're not saved by our works. We're saved by faith, by becoming children of the Lord Jesus Christ, who saves us out of sin and into righteousness. And the foundations of our broken lives are made whole. The foundations of our broken families are made whole. The foundations of our broken society are made whole. And how important it is with children in a home to have stability, to have that time of grace to grow up in the admonition of the Lord. And really in the house, it starts many times with the mother. She has the most contact with the children. She will set the whole tone of the family. She will set the whole tone for those children's lives. She has a critical role, a foundational role in building those children to be Christian men and women in the future. And so how important is it for the older women who know, they know, they've seen life, they've seen when things go right, they've seen when things go wrong, they can talk from experience, and they can sit down and tell them, teach them, train them, admonish them, look, make sure you love your husband, make sure you love your children, and conduct yourself in a way you are a teacher in your house to your children, let me tell you how you should conduct yourself. Our Sunday sermon is live-streamed on YouTube at 10.30 a.m. Afterwards, it is posted up not only on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle channel on YouTube, but also on Rumble.com and now on the church website itself at www.shiarjeshub.org.